Leader of the delinquents. Leader of the delinquents. Thank you guys so much for joining us. How's it going, dude? Good. That's, That's it. That's, That's all up. we got for you this week. That's it. Thank you guys. No, so for real, what are we going to be talking about today? <laughs> today we're going to be talking about Drake's Dark Lane demo tapes. Tapes or tape? Tape. Tape. Yeah. Tape. Singular. It's yeah. um, so a little surprise drop, but not really. Yeah, we not like we didn't hear all the other ones. Yeah. Over like half this project, I feel like was already out. Yeah, three air quotes leaked, right. leaked, right. whatever. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, you got a fact for what you know this week? Yes, uh, Kendrick Lamar has forty-eight top one hundred songs, and French Montana has not that many, so he still has less than Kendrick. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I can tell you that French Montana has too many. Too many, yeah, and they, they're all features. Yeah. Um, there are about two chickens for every human in the world. That's what's up. Yeah, so white girls can stay eating. I love chicken. Chicken nuggets. I used to love chicken. Now I eat plant chicken. Oh, yeah? Big chicken. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. You, so tell, tell the viewers, the, the, the listeners. I told them, I told them last time that I'm vegan. Oh, this is uh, two weeks vegan now. Here, well, can I, can I cut you off for just a second? Go I'm ahead, just going to, let's. Hit. I eat pears now and shit like that. That's right. Shout out to all the pears. Thank you, Rick Ross. And uh, that, is, new diet. that is me at 300 pounds talking. Um, I am down to 283. Uh, we don't still, have claps on the soundboard. I'm, I'm still dipping. My goal, my goal by this year is probably like 260. I would love to see that by the end of this year, but I'll be patient with my body. Yeah, keep us posted. Process. Keep us posted. But yeah, <laughs> make sure you eat more than pears. It worked yeah, for oh it, yeah, yeah for it worked sure. for Rick Ross. He lost a lot of weight, but he doesn't have stamina for those threesomes of strippers. <laughs> That's right. So you got to eat oh, more God. than pear. Yeah, no. What uh, a le- what a legend. I have a nice I have a nice balanced diet, so. Yeah. I'm trying to keep balancing here. Um, another little shock drop before we get into Drake. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Brown and Young Thug drop a tape together. A lot of people are Slime and B. One. A lot of people are Yeah, I saw a lot of one. good feedback on Twitter. I have not listened to anything but the clip that you sent me right. yet. Um, I listened to the first couple of tracks. I will say Young Thug seems like he's kind of holding the reins on this one. Um, as I would hope. Yeah, I have. I'm to be fair. We're casual, brisk, breezy fans. Uh, don't come for us, guys. But uh, I do like the output that Chris Brown has had, um, from what I've heard, which is really just his features on Drake's project and now this one. Um, but I was surprised how much chemistry they have, and I will say that Young Thug's grasp on melody is astounds me in some. some yeah, and you, you said it was better than. Thugger Girls, like he kind of improved on that kind of the same vibe from yeah. what you listened to. Well, I will say it's like I will say Thugger Girls was going for a more folksy vibe, whereas yeah. this one is more so traditional. And that's um, I mean that's still one of my favorite Young Thug albums. That's I I just couldn't get down with it, but you know I, I what I like about Young Thug is he's kind of like a Kanye where every fan will tell you they have a favorite time yeah. of Young Thug. And yeah, and it, I think all of them could almost be argued are the best. Like, the, the big projects. Yeah. I mean, he's had a lot of mixtapes, but Barter 6, to me, is like an album. I mean, wow. it was of album quality. Yeah. I think I think Barter 6 was really his first album because the Slime season, 
Slime Season tapes were what I would say yeah. were more so the mixtapes, and, and those are in their own right. I think, especially the second one, to me, was one of my favorites. Um, the song Big Racks with Lil Uzi yeah. is, is very memorable. No, so definitely stay tuned for a future episode. I'm sure we'll be talking more yeah. in depth about that. Yeah. Um, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi hit number one with the Scots, which I'm, I'm happy for them. I am too. Um, I mean, I think this is a big look for Kid Cudi especially because... I think it's been a while since he's been really, like, on the charts like that. Yeah, I think Kid See Ghost kind of brought him back right. to, like, being in the forefront of hip-hop again. Yeah. Before that, he was kind of, no, I wouldn't say forgotten, but you didn't really hear Never his name unless, unless you were, like, a Cuddy fan. Right. And um, Passion Pain and Demon Slaying, I know he had Ooh. some songs on there that were... That whole that, album. That That's, honestly, that one, to me, is as good as Man on the Moon, part two. No, but I respect it. Um, I like <laughs> I like a few of the for me I like it. Uh, that's I can hey, play I, that one start to finish. I think what it was too is that that came immediately after uh, the album that we don't talk about. Yeah. So it really <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> it really was like a breath of fresh air, and also I mean uh, Rose Golden. He has two Andre three thousand features on there. Um, he has a song with uh, Pharrell, I think it was. Yeah. So I mean there was a lot of. Memorable moments on that one. Yeah, it's two, uh, two under two thousand features. Yeah, yeah, that that was the biggest look yeah. I think of all, and um, the song him and uh, Travis did together. They that had, was the they first had, one. Yeah, through the late night. Right, which that and, one I was more of a fan of than the one that made it onto Birds in the Trap. Birds in the Trap was through the late night. Oh, what was the Baptized in Fire Baptized was in the Fire. Travis Scott feature. Through the late on, night was better. Than yeah, Baptized in Fire. I would say. But I think the Scots is better than both those songs. Even though I would say it's like an average Travis Scott song, I do like what they did with the instrumentation on the Scots. Yeah. And um, it's a, it's a really Mike good Dean. concept. Yeah. And plus the Fortnite concert now is kind of like legendary. Yeah, and I think I was reading an article about that, how they th- think that Travis really set the bar because marshmallow did the first one and he had a record right. number of viewers but travis blew it out of the water yeah and marshmallow set apparently in the game was just one set he didn't move around i where, watched it. yeah where travis is what took you through the whole map i just watched it on youtube i have i'll honest hand to god have not turned fortnite on in over a year yeah i i didn't turn it on i just watched it on youtube i'm i'm cool i'm i'm happy to see the success i'm glad to see kid cuddy being talked about because he is a legend Absolutely, and um, I think he's somebody who, <clears throat> he's influenced the newer generation a lot. Um, Travis's last, his uh, the Scott in Travis Scott comes from Scott Muscutty, which yeah. is... I mean, that is his idol. So. And he was mine too growing up, so yeah, I, I, mean, I do think like, he, he was like put, kind of all of our... Like, put yourself in that perspective, even like not about hip-hop, just somebody you idolize, and yeah. like being able to be on the same playing field, doing the same things together. I'm going to be honest, that would be like if I got to work with Lil Wayne in any capacity. Like, okay. I, I, regardless, or, or Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Those two, those two guys, regardless of what you think of, of Lil Wayne now, he just had such an influence and a big reason about why I listen to hip-hop today that I, I'm eternally grateful for Wayne, and I will never really trash him. I will trash some of his projects, and I will say when a song isn't good, but... I would never say Wayne is irrelevant. Yeah, and I mean, we've said it in the past to quote Jay-Z, do you want the old shit? Go play the, go the old album. It. Yep. Uh, but some of the songs that they're beating out, you got Blinding Lights, Tusi Slide, 
Savage, which that the remix may climb its way back to the charts and may dethrone the Scots that Beyonce uh, featured. The Beehive is real. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not mad at that feature. I'm I'm like very it? vocal. I'm not. I don't hate. I'm not a Beyonce hater. I'm just. I wouldn't say I'm a fan. And I'm okay to say that. We're not Beyonce haters here. Yeah, but I'm not mad. I liked it a lot. I told I told Tabitha when we listened. To it, I said, why Why can't she just come out, put an album out this, and just like put an end to some of these like fringe rappers that we don't need? <laughs> like who who could compete with Beyonce doing that? I would all love the time? to see her and SZA do a song. Next. What blows my mind about this chart is that circles. The Post Malone track is still sitting at number eight. That's a great song. That album way. came out last summer. I know, but he Post Malone has those tracks that just live on the top ten, staying for power. a long time. Yeah. Um, what you gotta, what you, I'm sure you know this, but like with streaming, if your if your song's in a playlist that gets yeah. played a lot, your song's gonna live on the Hot 100. Yeah, and shout so. out to Doja Cat too, sitting at number six on this chart. Big facts and big shout out to Doja Cat because she does the wildest shit on her Instagram live, like reading uh, the lyrics to the box yeah. in a medieval uh, accent. Beautiful. She's a performance She's artist to the truest form, and uh, I love her. The last bit of news, and it, we don't really need to go too in depth into this, but it brings up a kind of a Saw good discussion. This. Ski Mask uh, said that he wishes he would have died over X and Juice. Here's the thing I get the notion, but I, I'm not with that. Let me say this too. A lot of these artists are playing fake sad right now. And um, Ski Mask, I'm sure he feels grief for losing his friends. I know he was close to X and Juice. And I won't say Ski is doing it as much as some other artists. Um, a la uh, Lil Pump. Um, Even Lil Skies at Lil times. Sk- like that. Lil Skies, I think, might have depression. I can't tell. But his seems to be coming from a genuine place. He's not. He's not like... I forgot his name. Well, he re- did this on Camelot. Uh, I couldn't I'll tell you. But Reason, the track that he just put out, what was it called? The one where he goes in on everybody. Yeah. Um, that one. NLE Choppa. NLE okay. Choppa said that he was going to kill himself in December. So when you're doing when you're doing that kind of shit, I'm just saying you're you're exploiting this um, acceptance of mental health that we have, this emphasis on suicide and let's be honest, Rap has kind of gone into this emo lane, <clears throat> which makes everybody think that they can just talk about suicide all willy-nilly when it's still not something to joke about. And by you constantly threatening to kill yourself or talking about killing yourself, if you're doing it for attention, you're going about it in the worst way possible. Ski Mask, I don't think, is saying that he's he's going to kill himself or anything. He just, you know, it should have been me sort of sentiment, which I'm not mad at that. Um, you know, he lost two close friends of his. Yeah. I, I understand. The song I was referring to that Reason just put out uh, was Might Not Make It. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, like, the rappers that are using mental health as a way to sell records and kind of Logic. shouts that out. Logic. Hi, how are you? Logic. Yeah. You. Yeah. What does he say? Um, he talks about how the one eight hundred number yeah, made him a say? lot of money. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> if you're depressed, who can relate? Say, who can relate? Woo. Yeah, depression is exciting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't obviously I don't know the relationship that Ski had with both of them, but obviously they were very close. Um, but no, Ski Mask Him is and like X in particular. Yeah, I mean, Ski's the last one out of that group, like really, or that kind of movement still doing stuff that I care about. Trippy Red has been really kind of hit and miss out of the, that kind of era. So no, we we definitely need Ski Mask. The SoundCloud era really came and went, huh? Kind of, but five years. And let's look at let's look at who's left. 
Ski, Trippy Red, and that's it. Yeah. Who dropped? Little Pump dropped. Smoke Perp, biggest disappointment, I think, out of that group. Um, Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, X died, Juice died. Um, yeah, well, Juice really kind of transcended the sound cloud. Like, yeah. he was pop. He was on his way to being a yeah. fucking star. Yeah, his trajectory was ungodly. And Lil Peep, Lil Peep died. Yeah. So, I mean, it really... It really was short-lived, I feel like. Lil Skies kind of came a little bit after, but he's been quiet. Although I like the song he dropped recently. Shout out to Lil Skies. Um, no, part of the reason I brought this up, I, I sent you this this TikTok, and I'll, I'll play it so, you, so the listeners can hear the audio. <laughs> but it's this mom, she said she walked in on her son after she took his S- Xbox away, and he's sitting on the bed with a, like a blanket over him. It looks like E.T., and this is what he's doing. <laughs> X is for the kids. So that's what that's why I sent Hakeem. I said we need to make t-shirts like you know, remember the Wu Tang t-shirts? I said Wu Tang is for the kids. We need to have them that says X is for the kids. I don't think that would go over too well. Nah, I don't think so. Especially just X was a controversial figure in life and even after death. He's yeah. rest in peace to both of them and um I hope Ski Mask. Yeah, I hope he comes with something big. Okay. Yeah. You know he's got some juice features. Yeah. Just sitting. I hope he has some X features to be honest. I'm sure they do. Maybe. Both of them were studio rats. He just doesn't put out music. That's the thing that frustrates me about Ski. Yeah. We'll see. Let's talk about Drake for a minute. Um, So kind of a shock drop. And about 50% of the the tracks that were on here, we had already heard via the air quote leaks. um, Said that he... They, I mean, I don't know that he ever really addressed that they were leaks, but they were posted they were through his leaks. OVO SoundCloud. Yeah. So, or I don't know if maybe somebody put like a, a leak out and he just put it out himself because it got leaked. But I, I guess it's kind of a cool little press run. What he described it as was somebody in the OVO camp made a list of tracks that um, he said like they made a li- a collection of tracks okay. that people wanted to hear, and this was that collection. Um, I was, I mean, Chicago Freestyle and When to Say When was a music video kind of combined together. It was basically Drake's house tour, so we heard that that way. Tusi Slide came out with the video, and um, Desires was was a leak track that we heard. And War also. War he did put out with the video as well. Uh, all the videos definitely had this darker tone to them. With the exception of Two C Slide, which we we both said is a TikTok dance. Yeah, did Drake really need a TikTok hit? Like he wasn't capable of making it standalone. Get all the money you can, yeah. Drake. I don't. Blame and I mean, it's on everything. I, I mean, I see TikToks of people cooking and they're listening to Two C Slide. I see people obviously doing the dance. Everybody's just in the house. Yeah, in the house, board. God damn you for saying board that. Board in the house, and I'm in the house. I almost did it, and I was like, Nah, no. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> and then you went there. Um, I mean, I, I'm excited to see that he put it out. I mean, we, you were talking that he was maybe working on an album that was going to rule the summer. Do you think this is it? No, no. He said he's dropping again in June. Um, in, in June? Or think, June? No, for your head top? June. Uh, I think he said in the summer he's coming back. I, I okay. shouldn't have said June. I misquoted that. This, I think, was a teaser to the album. Um, <clears throat> I could see some, like, if he put out, like, fall vibes, like, Late summer? Yeah, I could see that. I, I love a Drake album in the winter time, like close to winter. Well, another thing me and Tab were talking about was that Drake likes to tour. 
Mm-hmm. That's where he makes most of his money, and he I think he gen- genuinely enjoys touring. And I don't think he's going to put out an album if he can't go on tour for it at that moment. No, I'm with you. Uh, another tour that I remember him going on was the one in 2016. Yeah, all summer 16. Right. Uh, so Drake, Travis, a lot of artists will admit that most of their money's being made when they're touring, but with coronavirus, who knows when they're going to be able to get that bread. I like I like when artists like Drake are stuck in the studio, though, because I think they are such studio rats that they have to put out music, you know? Yeah, and that's what I said about uh, Kid Cudi. I was so excited to see that he was doing something. Like, when, this, when this, he put out Leader of the Delinquents, and I was hyped. Like, literally three days before he put it out, I told Tabitha, I was like, I really hope he's working through this, because, I mean, there's nothing to do. Right. Then he puts out Leader of the Delinquents, then he's on the Scots, and I was just pumped. So when artists like that do have the time to focus in, I think that's when you get the best out of them. Also, uh, not to change the subject too radically, but our, I think the Scots is going to be like a project. I hope so. Yeah. That would be phenomenal. Uh, I'm looking at the, the Billboard Hot 100 right now, and the only Drake song that is currently on there is Tusi Slide. So do you think with the coronavirus, like obviously Drake would have probably dropped in the summer had it not been for coronavirus. I think also he was on, he was, he inhabited spots 1 through 13 on Apple Music. So, I don't know. Bill, he's not on Billboard, but he is on Apple Music. Yeah. Granted, he... Yeah, streaming kind of muddies the waters a little really bit. It really does. Uh, somebody was saying this project did 255,000 units so far, uh, which is a little bit low for a Drake project, I'll be honest. But, I mean, anybody else, that's Do you think, astronomical though, numbers. part of it is, like, okay, there's nothing new here. Like, yeah. for people to go to, okay, we heard that, heard that, heard that. Like, I think D4L is probably going to be the one that people are going to go to the most because it was the probably the hottest song that we had not heard. I think also Drake's getting to this point, and this this is like, this is something that I, I think happens in American culture more than any other. We love to build somebody up just to tear them down. So Drake has been in the game now for over 10 years. He has pretty much... 33 years he gave to the game. Exactly, and I believe it. Um, he, he's, him and OVO and The Weeknd, arguably, I would say, are sort of responsible for new age rap topics in regards to relationships, vulnerability. They're responsible for the nocturnal sound of new R&B with acts like The Division. So when you have somebody that has be, that has pressed their mark into music the way Drake has, people are going to get sick of you. And... The problem with Dark Lane demo tapes, tape is there's not a lot new, and also it's a lot of rough ideas, arguably. Um, it's a lot of just reference tracks, it feels like, that were maybe half-baked. Yeah, it's, or it's, I made a note on a couple, like, these should have been left on the Views cutting floor. Like, obviously, that's where he picked them up from. A lot of it is, I do feel like, from Views. The Chris Brown track, I even thought, what? sounded like if you're reading this. Why is he... What did Chris Brown give to that track other than a couple ad-libs? The thing about him and Chris Brown, they've, they've, they've only done underwhelming Yeah, what was the last one? Exactly. I don't remember. Oh, Chris Brown. Yeah. The, that's all I remember from that. Yeah, that, that was the whole joke about it was, oh, yeah, we beefed, but now we're friends now. And when that kind of wears thin and also you're not putting out quality songs, I mean, 
It was just it's not something the fans really needed to hear. But I will say, regardless of whether or not these these are brand new ideas from Drake, I think there's still certain tracks here in particular that I really love and are heavily in my rotation. And don't get it twisted. I enjoyed I would say about seventy five percent of this project. Oh yeah. Like I think it's I think it's perfectly fine. I think well. Spoiler alert, Hakeem's given it a 7.5 because he likes 75% of it. Quick maths. Thank you, Jake. Uh, also, I think, I think too, he's not doing anything different. So Yeah, there was, I don't remember which song it was, but I remember making the note that, like, I feel like Drake has so many hits and so many, like, I don't want to say hits, but album hits. Like, there's albums you go back to and you're like, damn, that song really goes. Right. That we've heard so much of Drake, like, it's almost like you've heard every Drake song. When you hear years. it, yeah. When you hear the new Drake song, you're like, "Damn, this new." Yeah. Like, I just I kind of felt like that, and and maybe that theme is because a lot of this we had heard. Right. But it's I don't want to say mediocre, but it's very on par Drake. It's nothing. On par. Yeah, nothing extraordinary. It's not really lacking in a lot of places, other than I guess the concept of an album. And that's where I would say this is more so of a teaser for the album, not the album. Yeah, well, this is also kind of the third time he's done this. He did it with uh, More Life. It was a playlist. He did it with Care Package, and that was a lot of older songs that he that just kind of restructured. That Care Package sucked, by the way. Yeah, it's just nostalgic. Like It's a la carte. Like, you can go back and pick your era of Drake. Like, there was one. There were two tracks on there. Toronto. That's it. I like that one. There was one. Uh, there were a couple others on there that I like to go back to. Um and then this one. So he's kind of I like known this to do one this. more than I like this one more than the care package and I like this more than more life because it's not 30 tracks long. Was more life 30 tracks? No, it was you're thinking like of 24. You're Scorpion? No, no. How long no, was no. that one? Scorpion that Three blood, days? corpse was 5 years and 6 months. And um, it's the worst Drake project ever and I'll say that on wax. Even though I've ranked it above maybe his first project, I think Scorpion's worse. Um, yeah. Uh, it's my nothing, least favorite. There's project. nothing I go back to on that. No, the only one is Mob Ties, and that, yeah, that one's alright. That one's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the features. Let's talk about I guess Future first, because um, that chemistry is undefeated. I think they they have leveled up their relationship, whereas the Chris Brown one is not really beneficial. I think Drake and Future always come with quality. Yeah, the, the one, the, I don't know if there's like an, a record deal with Chris Brown or like, hey man, we beefs for so long, let's just let the fans know we aight. But I, yeah, I could care less about the Chris Brown, but Future and him obviously have like undying chemistry. On D4L, that's the first time we hear Future on the album. Uh, no, Desires. Was Desires first yeah, before that? Desires okay, so it's the second time. My only complaint about that track is that Drake again steals what's Haddon in from Soldier Boy. <laughs> At least give the man a feature. You ripped it from him the first time. He does. Uh, he um, references where he has one song where he takes uh, the line from um, Lollipop. Yeah, that was. Um, oh, where was it? I'm not a fan of of that that. That taking from something that was really popular, well, and trying to flip it and make it your own, it he feels says, lazy, and he does it all the fucking yeah, he, time. Yeah, he does it all the time. This one I don't mind as much. I'm gonna find because he them. says "rest in peace" to um, Static. Yeah, let's find it. 
It was towards the bottom of the... It's from Florida with Love. It's right at the beginning. Um, I'm not so mad about this one because of the context that he gives with it. Yeah, he says, rest Uh, in peace. Static selector. Well, no, so he said, bottles in the club, a no, I love to touch. Wheezy played that shit for me and Kobe on the bus. So he's kind of reminiscing about a moment with Kobe Bryant, which uh, is understandable. Yeah, it may not be (laughs) real. It doesn't sound real. Yeah, I wasn't so mad at that one. And obviously, like, Lil Wayne is big brother to Drake. So that one I don't mind so much. Yeah, I guess it has a little bit more context. Like you, I can give a little credibility to that, but like what he did to X with KMT, like yeah. there's some oh. other just blatant, just and then to lie and cover it up. There's not a lot of culture vulturing going on here except for the song War, where... <laughs> I don't mind that because he did Demons right before right. it and had to drill artists. And, and he is signed to... Um... Or he signed with Skepta in some sort of deal. Yeah. So he does have some UK roots. Uh, that was one of my favorite tracks, to be More, honest with you. Yeah, yeah I, li- I like that one when I mean, it came out as a single. I love that he used an axle beat, which Pop Smoke kind of... I, don't, I wouldn't say he blew him up, but they came up together. Uh, I love that they he kind of reconciles with The weekend. Boy, and we Yeah, we had talked about that talked a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's definitely a standout track. Yeah, it was also, uh, I don't know uh, how I feel about it as an ending track, because it does just kind of hang there after that. But, again, this is, if, if we're looking at this more so just like a tape of, of, of tracks that he likes, that's fine. It's, it's sort of a mishmash. It's a, I think every Drake project from now on is going to be a la carte. Um, yeah, because look at the era of music that you've influenced and you can go to every Drake album and it, I wouldn't say it sounds different but there's eras of Drake he, and yeah. you've got to appeal like to keep your fan base growing you have to keep appealing to all the different that's like sub genres yeah that's why I don't that's why when 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 we're like why would he do a two she's like because he has to stay relevant hey who who else did this big brother yeah Lil yeah, Wayne yeah. you can listen to a lot of even Wayne projects that I hate, like I Am Not a Human Being too, and there's tracks on there that I really do love because it's great. But Rest Wayne kind of peace di- to the game because I'm fresh to uh, death. Gun Walk, and that's mainly for the feature. And the Soldier Boy feature is fire. No, right? Gun Walk yes. features gutta gutta. Soldier Boy feature is the best option. But he's kind of going the same route yes. Wayne did by okay, the fan base exponentially grew and you still have to appeal to them or some of those like subgenres are gonna yeah. like you still have to appeal to the base which um introspective you, take care take care drake is base yeah. i would say and that's what we get certain moments of that one like i think the first track does that really well chicago freestyle does yeah. that amazingly well that's one of my favorite uh songs on this project and Literally, from drake in a while every track i'm listening to like in my like mental notes, I'm like, dang, this is pretty classic Drake. Mm-hmm. But each track is different. It, he he has uh, evolved. He, he, I, I don't really know what classic Drake is. He's been doing it for so long. Yeah. He's definitely, I guess, just... I, I, I don't want to say resting on his laurels, no. but he, he kind of can it's, at, it's, a, at a point. It's, what I think classic... What I think makes a, a great Drake song... Is either when he's on his cocky shit, a la if you're reading this, it's too late, or when he's on that super duper introspective late night driving type music. Yeah, which like that's what the first track the samples, is. Samples, yeah. That's my favorite 
that's my favorite track on this entire project, and it definitely made my list. Is I can't find my phone. And... Yeah, yeah, it's sweet. And... Uh, yeah, and that was my my last note on that was effective intro. Like, yeah, obviously set the tone. Which Drake knows. I think I think a lot of good artists do this: a great intro track and a great outro. Yeah. Which War, I mean, you could argue is not a great outro, but again, this is not an album. This is a tape, but he. He does great out, great intros and great outros. When you look at um, the the song he did thirty for thirty freestyle, yeah, on on the project with Future, um, what that, the... that like a qu- underwater sort of production that Forty does so well, mixed with Drake just talking about being in the six and the old girls that he was yeah. with and all oh, everybody's changing on me. I don't know if they're. Their compliments are genuine, but I'm still confident as a bitch. You know, all that sort of stuff just makes Drake relatable. Because we all have insecurities. We all have a feeling of like, damn, this person was in my life and now they're not. We all have a feeling where, you know, you go on a date. Imagine imagine shadowing Drake's life. I A lot of Jets and Percocets from what I can tell um, but Bro, he can only. He told us on sicko mode he only can handle half his half hand. His hand. No, he's responsible. That's what his doctor prescribed him. It's not illegal. No, oh, that's fine. He just kind of sounded like he a said bitch. his manager found him Percocet and rubber bands all yeah. the time. Okay. So, this man also said, "I'm <laughs> time flies." Um, don't do iCloud. Don't do email. No, no, no. He's talking time flies. And he says, uh, "He said I'm outside in the AMG TT two turn." Babe, you know it's me. When I hear Drake say the words two turn in secession, all I can think of is like him sitting there with like a wine cooler saying two turn. <laughs> he drinks like, a lot. He does drink a lot of like wine on ice. Have you noticed yeah. that? Like when he does interviews and stuff? Like it just, I, I don't know. Drake is like a white He's song. always, yeah, he always will have the connotation to me. Sharon, yeah. I took half a Zanny. It's going to be a long one. I was out like a light. Yeah. Yeah, rim shot. We don't have that button either. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Just when Drake says stuff like that to me, I could just picture him with just a little like smearing off ice. <laughs> two turn. Two, I'm two turn. Um, what were there any songs that you just like skipped completely that you hated? Well, while we were talking about time flies, that's one that I did not first, like. Time the first time I heard it, I was kind of hyped because I liked the hook, like I'm outside and the AMG. Like it just kind of had a like that had a bop to it, but the rest of the song dragged. Yeah. So that's one I, I, that was probably a lower rating track from Florida with Love. That's the one with the lollipop interpolation. My, my note literally verbatim. This is as boring as porn with no sound. <laughs> like it, it's it's just okay. Uh, it's here. You're just doing a lot of the imagination. Yeah, so that was really the only two that I didn't like. And it wasn't for any, like, reason, like, yeah. this sucks. There was no objective reason that I could give you. Right. I just, it, there was nothing extraordinary about it, and I, I didn't care for it. Did you like uh, Pain 1993? We need to talk about that one, because it did make a huge stink when it came out, where people are like, Playboy Cardi's ruined ruin the song. It's a shitty feature. <laughs> You fucking haters. By the way, it's a good feature, you cock-sucking little bitches. That's all I have to say about it. Dick Ryder, let us know in the comments. Hey, hey. It's a good feature. Okay. That's all I have to say. But it's six months later when you guys are like, oh, it's kind of fire, which is what happens 
which I did post that on our on our Instagram follow at HLHPO. There's a cycle. Cardi experiments with his voice. People complain that it's not a good song. Comes back around a month later. Then they say it's good. And then it's just this cycle just repeats over and over. I've been pretty adamant about not, like just being a fly on the wall to Cardi. Right. Just, I mean, he's here. Um, but his ad-libs behind Drake were nice. Like the it kind of built, yeah, built you up to him. Um, he's still kind of meh to me. He's kind of meh to me. Yeah, he's just meh. Just meh? Yeah. The real ones, no. Big pun intended. Oh. I don't hate the feature, though. Usually, he's. I find him kind of abrasive. I like Drake doing that sort of sound, too. I like him when it's him start to finish, because he does have his own sound. And, like, when you... if For somebody who likes Drake, you're like, okay, I'm into this, I'm into this. And then that can just be very abrasive to any sound that he's on. He was interpolating Playboy Cardi's sound, though, on that yeah, track, Drake, which I like. Drake definitely kind of took Cardi's flow a bit. I like my Cardi did that. Cardi. Yeah. I like that. It, But it wasn't, like, blatant. It was no. enough... It was on purpose. Yeah. Because Playboy Card is featured on it, which uh, another artist who does that a lot, and I think he does it well, even though a lot of people just say he's just flat out biting, is the game. The game will do that. Yeah. Where whoever he's featured with is who he sounds like on that track. Chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. Which Tory Lanez is I like that. A, Tory Lanez is anything. straight up, yeah, straight up just does whatever. Um, I, I think that's a talent in and of itself. Whether or not you think it's biting or stealing... I think it's still a talent, especially if the artist is featured. Yeah, it's not and like it's, you're robbing from that. Yeah, and I'm sure there's definitely like, and a lot of times that's kind of like, kind of like a rite of passage. Like, right. okay, yeah, I'm, and obviously they heard it before it came out. It's mm -hmm. not like they're sitting in the studio and be like, damn, the game just bit my flow. Right, right. Like, obviously there was some mutual respect there. That's why I was and done. And some of the best tracks are when, sometimes like when you're featured with an artist. Through the late night. Yeah. Travis Scott tries to sound like Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi tries to sound like Travis Scott. It's incredible. The Scots, uh, yeah. we would argue, Kid Cudi is doing Travis Scott, um, like his his that sort kind of, of like flow. lyrical flow. Yeah, yeah, just real short to the point. Mm -hmm. Doesn't so, make a lot of sense. It, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's hard though. It's hard. Though. <laughs> I swear I didn't say that. Forgive me, sir. Forgive me, sir. Um, are there any any other tracks that you want to hit on? Um. Chicago Freestyle is definitely a standout. I rated it a nine. Who's the feature on there? Let's give him a shout. Give out. Give on Jivion. I don't know how give he on. would pronounce that. Shout out, shout out, Giveon. This is another example of Drake taking something that had already been done before by flipping Eminem's line from Superman. Mm -hmm. The right. Sunday from Monday. Oh, that's Eminem. That right. and it's not like he just took a. It is literally line <laughs> for line. Like, the flow is identical. So if you haven't heard it, go listen to Superman by Eminem and you'll hear it. That's a hell of a track. Brother. Yeah. We should play that for the middle song. We'll do it. Uh, but yeah, that's probably one of my favorite Drake tracks in a while. And I think I said that when we mentioned Chicago Freestyle a couple months ago when it came out with the When to Say When. Um, but I like those two a lot. Um, Desires, I mean, that's just the future of Drake chemistry. Uh, I liked Landed. He had a good line on there. He said, wrote this with a Cartier pen. Do I sound Did different? Did you see the pen? No. It's a $400 pen. He's serious. <clears throat> it's okay. a Cartier pen. Damn. And I like the, the beat on that a lot. Very Mike Dean-ish. Just like a lot that. of like passing synths. I love that. Um, D4L is good. I'm, that one didn't hit me as hard as it Good it for Good have. for Young Thug, because I'm sure that's going to chart. He's had a hell of a 12-month run. Young Thug, really, guys? 
I don't think people are understanding how much impact he's going to have this year. Uh, it's it's really scary. First of all, little baby, I have to eat my words. <laughs> on what? He put out a track that I really was it on the deluxe really of the last album? Cause I saw he put out a deluxe. He put out a music video for it. Look I'm it up. And we'll talk about it in what you're spinning. We, yes, yes, we will. But he has he is influencing the sound oh, hey. right now. He's 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 coming into his own in a very scary way. We're going to be putting him up there with he'll Drake. Be, yeah, he'll be a godfather. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I like that one. Good for him. Um, I liked losses. Uh, it, it got rated a seven, but demons I liked a lot. Uh, well, that was the one with five year four and Sosa Geek. Um, I'm glad to see that Brooklyn Drill is still getting exposure, like post pop smoke. And he was, and he Drake has always kind of fucked with uh, Drill. Yeah, obviously. Drill artists in particular. More UK focused, but now right. it's starting to shift towards uh, Brooklyn Drill. And then War. I like that. I already said I like that he used Axel Beat. Um, the Weekend Reconciliation was nice for I think both fan bases. Um, definitely gives optimism for maybe future collaborations. Definitely. Which those are two residency artists. Like mm-hmm. Drake obviously yeah. has already scored a residency. I think Weekend has the caliber to do the same. Yeah, he will. Uh, for me, my favorite tracks are Deep Pockets, uh, Chicago Freestyle, Pay Nineteen Ninety Three, um, Landed, and War. Those are mine. Okay. Those are mine. You got a you got a percentage? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm giving this one. Seven point five. <laughs> okay, it's really. I it's, told you. You, you. It's really good. No one listened. I, <laughs> I appreciate the project. It's um, it's not that eight or nine caliber, but it's definitely like exceeded my expectations for something that was more so just a bunch of uh, like, sort of samples, maybe reference tracks that he sort of built up into uh, a project. Yeah. Shout out to Drake. I got, it got technically with my little scale. I got a seven point one four. It does not make the curve, and it is a seven. Um, but I think it, there's some enjoyable little bops right out here for there, the summer. Man. It's it's hard to give Drake anything below a seven when he's doing like his thing. Yeah, know? he just said, "Here, here's a flash drive. Here's a picture make I took work. of myself." Yeah, make go to town. Um, nothing. I already said it. Nothing of like offensively just bad about it. It's no. just a, it's a Drake project. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Except for definitely would recommend. Slide. You guys can keep that one. But he did. He's been doing that since views. Hotline Bling. If TikTok was a Hotline thing. Bling is fire though. It is fire. Hotline Bling is fire. Tracy Slide is not fire. I, I if I do watch TikTok, so it is annoying to me. Like yeah. Hotline Bling was so annoying to everybody, but I didn't mess with the radio at all. I like so, the video for that one. I like the. I think that song has a lot of staying power in the future. But Tracy Slide, I just don't see it. Other than it being the, you know. The new Cha Cha Slide. He was trying to make that, by the way, which you, I don't think you he's know. Good succeeded. for TikTok. You know, we used to have all those dance and like fear movies. Good for TikTok. They Fuck got TikTok. that fan base. Bring Vine back. Yeah, for real. Bring Vine back. We need the seven second gold. Let's go. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> we come back. We're gonna talk a little bit about some sneaker news. Is what we've been listening to this week. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, tuned. Sorry. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram at HLHBO. Thank you all so much. Let's get back into the episode. Life through 
twice, but I do know one thing, no, bitches, they come, they go, Saturday through Sunday, Monday, Monday through Sunday, yo, maybe I love you one day, maybe we'll someday grow, till then just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho, I can't be your Superman, what did I tell you? Yeah. That's and pretty blatant. Drake will always say, "Oh, it's just inspired. It's just inspiration. I'm just giving. I'm just paying homage." That is pretty. That's like the most blatant one I've heard. And, and the, the one thing is that's like the best part of the song. Yeah, the one thing I will give him is th- that there's been such a gap in like yeah, when times. when that came out and Drake. Is Drake is. This was posted to. I mean, YouTube. This was posted to YouTube. But do you remember the album? I don't. My iTunes was being weird. That's why I had the, to go to the tube. To the tube. Not the red tube. The, I was the YouTube. Say, there's too many tubes. Yeah, the, the you U, can't say YouTube. The tube. <laughs> um, no, the one thing I will to play devil's advocate to it being blatant and then kind of, like you said, taking the best of the song. He is re-exposing That's the that, Eminem show. Okay. He is, he is re-exposing or exposing a generation to Eminem that may not have heard that track you are ca- you are caping for drake today tonight it's i i appreciate you I'm, i said i'm playing I devil's I advocate I'm, i said i'm playing devil's advocate i i still think it's very You're i don't drake, like that drake takes you, up. you still ain't calling <laughs> x is where i drew the line i was like damn you you stole it and then lied about knowing who he was no but i i've said it before i i don't think i would fuck with drake as a person but yeah i'm just playing devil's advocate i feel you um so we do a little segment called What You Rockin'. We talk about some shoe releases. That's fire production. Uh, we talk about shoe releases, and sometimes if we got on a fire fit, we'll talk about that and just yeah. some, some upcoming stuff. Spoiler alert. I don't think either one of us has a fire fit on today. Oh, Marcus, uh, these, are, these vans are new. Are they new? Yeah. Red vans? Yeah, I got them at the mall Sunday for $35. You went to the mall? You yeah, so they yeah, they page? reopened. I, I just wanted to see because, like, you know, like, there's all these articles from, like, all over the country talking yeah. about. I, I just want to, I like. It's a war yeah, zone. I want to go see. So we went, and at our mall at least, you know, usually, like, most malls you can get in through department stores like Sears, Macy's, Belk, whatever. But you could only go in through, like, the mall entrances. Like, so for us near Cheesecake Factory, and there's one other one. Yeah. That's the only places you could get in. So... Mm-hmm. You go in, and everybody funnels you. And it, it was really kind of strange. I felt weird. But you get funneled into, like, one line going in, and there's a security guard there with a laptop and a thermal camera. And they're screening people, and if they're pinging hot, they pull you to the side, use, like, an infrared thermometer, and take your temperature, which I think that's good measure. But it just felt kind of weird, yeah. which, like, 10% of the stores were open. Yeah, so there wasn't that much open. Which, we were kind of talking about it. Who knows how this is how this works for them, but... So if there are residents in the mall that aren't paying rent for this, when the mall reopens, are Do they, they saying, catch up? yeah, are they saying like, hey, we're allowing you to come back to work at this point. Yeah. If we gave you any breaks, they're not any breaks now. Yeah. So I said, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of these stores drop out of here because the mall is going to play it like you had the opportunity to work. You can't say you don't have the money now. You're also talking about uh, 40% of small businesses now are going to be closing their doors, apparently, according to some statistics that people are talking about. So, Yeah, and see, those that's the statistics. So I just wanted to go see like what it was like in our area. Yeah. All the shoe places were open. And see, we went because I was like, you know, they may have some good deals because they've been closed for so long. No. No. Usually, like, when you, you can go to, like, a Champs finish line and get shoes a little was cheaper. Was it busy, by the way? 
not really, but every store had a limit. And I think that's how most places are. Like, finish line, for instance, 10 people only. So we had to stand in a line for, like, a, two minutes to get yeah. into finish line. But usually you can go to those, like, brick-and-mortar stores and get shoes a little cheaper than online because the stores are wanting to get them out of there for the new stuff coming in. Right. And usually the internet kind of holds their price. Well, now it's been the other way around. Like, you can go to Nike and they're blowing shit out of the water. Yeah. Like, I was looking at some, like, Air Max, Prestos, the Reacts. I saw them on Twitter that day for, like, $73 and finish line still wanted 125 Yeah. So, I I don't really know if I'm gonna be going back to the mall to be honest. Why? Not for a long time. Just just you know, just just uh, wanting to keep my social distance. Yeah, well, we we kept our distance for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really strange in there. Like you, if you have a dead mall in your city, you know, like you remember how the Greenville Mall got at the end, like just vacant. It felt like that. It's so creepy. Like, like there's a couple. There's a there used to be a couple in Asheville. There's I know there's some in Gatlinburg. Uh, it's just weird walking yeah. around. But uh, Foot Action had some deals like $35 for a pair of Vans. I'm going to turn up? that down. That's what's up. I'm going to try and get the uh, Yeezy 350, the Sulfurs. It's been a minute since I've dropped some change on some shoes. I would love to get a pair of those. They remind me of the Moon Rocks. They're a little yellow. Jake said that they look like the Citrine. Yeah, they kind of they kind of do a little bit. I could see either one, but I would like a slightly yellowish piss colored Yeezy. I think I need that. Yeah, they have collection. those. I have the. Do yeah. you remember like the the was it frozen yellow? Yeah, not not that yellow. No. Like this. The I have the Continental Eighties in that colorway. Yeah, I can't do that. They that's were thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, I feel you. It was, that's like a, a shoe that you pull out in the summer or something. Yeah, I'd like to go to the pool in. It'll work. I'll um, make it work. I got so I finessed Adidas today. Not really. I just didn't spend a lot of out-of-pocket money. Shout uh, out my money. Yeah, my birthday was Saturday. My sister got me a $100 gift card for Adidas. So this week was 4D week. So they were selling all the 4D shoes at $200. The ZX 4000s, <clears throat> the Runner 1s, any one with the 4D technology was $200. So I logged on, looked, found a pair I liked. I have the Honey extension. This is not a sponsor. Could not be, wish. though. Yeah. Sponsor so that saved me like $30, dropped it from 200 to 170 and then I used the gift card. Paid $80 for a pair of ZX4000s. That's a good and I already have a pair of that 4D technology, and they're amazingly comfortable. I've worn them more times than my Ultra Boost. The Ultra Boosts are worn out. The 4Ds are brand new. Yeah. Um, Ultra Boost is kind of like a, uh, a Tempur-Pedic mattress, like that same material where like after you've, you've put some miles on it, it's not comfortable anymore. Kind of hurts. Yeah, and while we're talking about technology in shoes, uh, on the eighth this Saturday, I'll probably try to get these. It's a Nike Air Force One React White Ice. I like the React technology a lot. I have a pair um, of the new Reacts. I probably worn them fifteen, twenty times, and they're still very comfortable. And I like the Air Force One. That just reminds me of remember the Gore-Tex one they did mm -hmm. a little while ago. I like that like ice bottom. I like that. It's a. It's not something I would wear, but I could see you pulling that one off. But that React technology, I, I, I don't want to say right now that I like it better than Boost. Nike kind of has thrown a lot at the wall with the React technology. Mm -hmm. um, but what I have experienced of it, I do like it. I like these. Um, it's a. They're calling it the Civilists upcoming Nike SB Low, which it's got like the cement pattern and it's a black shoe. And the white chick, 
I like the dunk a lot. I, I just feel like it sells out immediately and it well, annoys the, the shit out of me. The one thing about the SBs when they, like, if they do an SB dunk. It's a Berlin-based skate okay. shop. So yeah, like, so see, that's what I was saying. A lot of them are, if they're an SB dunk, they are, do, like, skate shop only releases, which are really right. frustrating. Yeah. But, you know. And I'm glad we talked about this. I had an epiphany in the shower thinking about this. I woke up and I was scrolling through Twitter that morning. It was like looking at kicks on fire and some dunks came across. And I was, I was in the shower and I'm thinking, I was like, I remember like going to the Nike outlet and seeing just dunks and SBs <laughs> everywhere. Right. And like back then, Etnies and like, what was the other one? DC. DC. Um, like that was the skate, skate shoe. Shoes. That, those were the skate shoes that were like, that was the popular shoe. Right. And then now to be like, Damn, I could have like these, they're not retro, but like 2000s dunks yeah. just sitting here and I had, had no idea. Well, That's just be, crazy to see the culture change. I think though the, the dunks were always collectible because they were dropping exclusive colorways around that time still. That was a little bit before, I would say before our time of collecting, yeah, and, but there are some head, like $10,000 dunks, like the yeah, Purple the, Lobsters and stuff yeah, like that. the age. Paris. Yeah, the Paris dunks. You know. there, there are some that... Still fetch a hefty price from that time period, so I think they've always been kind of collectible. Did you see that uh, Eminem and StockX did a thing to do a pair of the Carhartt? He had two Carhartt fours in his closet and said, "Yeah, I'm just yeah." Well, I'm sure they could have even been repops for Nike. Probably so. Probably so. I I love the Eminem Carhartt fours. It's a beautiful shoe, but I'll never own it. In my life. No, no, no one. I yeah. mean, even like big celebrity, it's hard. They're hard to get. There's not yeah. many in circulation. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you want to plug the fit, or you, you just fuck uh, now? My fit. Hold on, trash. go through it. It's fit top. It's trash till you get to the top. You do this all the time. Supreme man comes in here logo. in a, a a banana hammock in a Supreme hat. So how how can you criticize? Guarantee you, I will be buried in a box logo. Guaranteed. Hakeem's casket's gonna be white with a crooked Supreme <laughs> logo across it. I'll design that for you. Everybody, it'll be my pallbearers will be as follows: it'll be Jake, it'll be Wade, it'll be Brian, it'll be Andrew. Do you want? And they'll all have to have on hype beast clothing. Do you, I'll wear the Scots for sure? Thank you. Uh, do you want the poles? Since I'm designing this for you, do you want the poles wrapped in LV leather? <laughs> um. I think Balenciaga is now the new hype shit. So, Balenci, Balenci. so just no, have Balenciaga. Always Louis. <laughs> that was the first wallet. Thanks, Kanye. That's right. If if one idea from rap outside, I mean, the violence didn't take, the extensive drug use didn't take. If if they're saying that's what yeah. hip hop leads to, yeah. the only thing hip hop ever led to was me buying a four hundred dollar Louis wallet. The first luxury item I owned was because of a uh, Future's Dirty Sprite too. You don't even have to say it. Yeah, they know. all know. You know. You guys know. Yeah. 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 You know. <laughs> they know. Do um, you want to talk about it? I know. Me? I know. <laughs> no, I've got on Red Vans jeans, pocket gray tee, okay. and I'm rocking the Trump do. Still haven't gotten to get a haircut. <laughs> so it's just, I, I look like Trump Jr. I just have to push it back, on. push the sides back. I don't have a MAGA hat. <laughs> I would admit to the Beach House records, but I will not admit to the MAGA hat. I dollar sign and MAGA hats everywhere. <laughs> That's Cap. I do, there's no Donald Trump merchandise in this place. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, man. Truth. Um, yeah, and that's it. But yeah, it's just push the side back, push the left side back, push the middle back, and just go to work. Just go to work. Yeah, look like a scumbag. Okay. I'm bald as shit. I can't relate. 
And I'm rocking the Bieber stash too, so I just look like a total scumbag. I like that you've kept the stash. You look like you could be Puerto Rican. <laughs> I did have my Puerto Rican doppelganger in high school, so. Yeah, shout out to him. I, I don't know why Alistair Overeem's team has not contacted me and Rico. Because, dude, we would be undefeated. Like, I can't wait. It'd be like a pitching rotation. It'd Everybody's be, fresh. Like, damn, this dude fought two Sub weeks him ago. Sub him in. Sub him in. <laughs> this dude fought two fights ago. Two fights ago. He was just out here. Why is he in the main yeah. event? <laughs> All right. What do you listen to? What's your spinning, dude? So... I put my album out, so I've finally got to quit spinning that. Terrible times. Check it out. I thought, <laughs> for a second, I thought he was just going to throw me into a terrible. <laughs> terrible album. Terrible. Check it out. Um, terrible times. Check it out. <laughs> dark late Lane demo tapes, for sure. Um, still been listening to Ari the Rugged Man a little bit. Um, okay. Added the Eagles. Eagles are always in rotation. So oh, the Eagles are fire. So light. Even you said it. Continue. The Eagles are fire. I like the Eagles. Tried to listen to kids. I'm glad it's there. I'm it's glad it's exactly. being streamed and getting the money, but it is what it is. Go listen to kids. Um, still listening to West Side Gun a little bit. Okay. Um, but mainly just playing a lot of the Scots. I haven't had to drive a lot for work, so it's been like work to home, work <laughs> to home, and I live months. like five minutes away, so I can listen to the Scots one and a half times right. and just I open the door. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, I, I promised little baby I would shout him out. Little oh, baby, yeah. all in, my guy. I think this is it. I need to make sure. Yes, this is it. Little baby, play us a little in. bit of this. I I want to eat my words. I think this song goes. I'll play. I'll play you guys a little bit. Turn, turn it up. And also the the music video is fire. He's just cleaning his jewelry. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I never doubted that he can rap proficiently, but when you said it, it feels like somebody's holding a knife to him in the studio, like, <laughs> I just could not get that out of my head, yeah. like, like, you know the meme with the little stick, like the stick figures right. and he's poking him do something? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I but, feel. When but I, that song, I don't think I felt that. I think I felt for the first time, like, Lil Baby had his own sound, he had, like, a message he was trying to convey in, like, a, a cool, a concise way. The lyrics kind of meant something. I, I really do fuck with that track. I think it's... Oh, that, you have to send it to me. I'll have to remember to go back and listen I'll, to that. I'll shoot it to you for sure. Um, I've been listening to Unlocked. You guys know that's in my fucking rotation what for life. What hour is that? <laughs> Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats Unlocked. Ooh. Um, <laughs> uh, the Scott single, I've been playing that one. Eternal Take. Um, the South Got Something to Say by Puya. Came okay. out last year. I I just want to I just want you guys to hear just this. I game. remember this. I remember looking at this album art and being just intrigued. You hear that? Yeah. It's just unexpected. Yeah, I would not like if you were to say, "Bro, I'm gonna play this Puya." Like if you told me that was Puya, I would have been like, "What?" It's so it's um. It, there's a lot of vaporwave inspiration to it. Um, I'm alive. Uh, I got ghosted by this girl. We've been on one date. Um, but I got ghosted, and then I played I'm Alive, and I I really felt that it kind of hit me in my feels. And um, he does have a Juicy J feature on here, but just Shout came out, out last year, and I, I'm kind of I'm kind of upset that we didn't review it. But definitely um, check that out. Uh, also listening to a lot of Sir, and um, let's see what else. 
I went back and listened to my listening to. I have been listening yeah. to Eternal Take. Went back and listened to Heaven or Hell, Don Tolliver. Um, I haven't listened, gone back to that one. Listen to. Uh, there's a track on Jack Harlow's album that I put in a playlist, so it's always in. Yeah, I'm it's trigger. okay. Uh, Astro World <laughs> always. Um, La 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 by Y2K and BB No Dollar Sign. Sitting in the caddy, <laughs> right like daddy, flowing up the aisle like the bride and the daddy. Not That's that one, but I'm I'm so pleased. <laughs> That you're saying that Igor, I went and listened to After Hours. I really do like After Hours, the weekend album a lot. Yeah, it's grown on me more and more. I think the the later half of the album is better than the front. Yeah, like, like the start of it is just kind of it's a little. And rough. I watched Blinded by the Lights video for the first time, like literally oh. last night. That was crazy. <laughs> he, I think he got a lot of inspiration from Hunter S. Thompson's Fear and Loathing in Las yeah. Vegas. A lot for the for the aesthetics of this. And he album. got a lot of backlash for it being violent, like. Okay, turn you, on the fucking TV. If you <laughs> seriously, if you listen to um, what's that song that I? Oh, in your eyes. Did you see the video for that one? Mm-mm. You got you got to watch all of them. For, well, yeah, for that I mean, he he always brings good visuals. That one, it's like he's like the, he's like coke the fuck out, you know, where he's just like super skinny with that fro, yeah, and he's just like stalking this girl, and it's such just such a good video for sure. Oh. No, I like him a lot, the visuals that he brings with his music. Uh, have you got a chance to watch Uncut Gems yet? No, is it on Netflix it, now? It's not on Netflix, but it, you can rent it now. Like through, I'm not paying time. for it. I don't, yeah, I don't like to buy movies, but if there's something that I do yeah. want to see that I don't want to wait for, sometimes like Prime will put them at like two ninety nine. They have been running some good deals on rentals through COVID, like they're not making like bukus of money. Yeah. So <laughs> they ought to. <laughs> can we get the price down? <laughs> can we get the I don't ask twice now. <laughs> All right, so for the uh, writing prompt this week, um, come up with a more exciting way to say I love you. I love you, bitch. Do you remember that video of the guy playing the guitar? He's just strumming, I love you, bitch. I love you, bitch. Watch out for In all seriousness, uh, does creating a pros and cons list help you? Um, I'm, I'm somebody who, unfortunately, for better or for worse, really goes off of feeling. So pros and cons lists have never really helped me. Okay, it's it's like very instinctive. Like if I see, I, I used I to be like that as a kid. Like yeah, and well, not even really as a kid. Like into like my really early twenties. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, me and my I was helping my dad do something, and he was upset because my mom and him I guess were arguing about something. So I didn't know he was having a bad day. I was having a bad day. He didn't know I was having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we, dude, we just. It was like, if, if any of y'all have seen American Chopper, like, do you remember that TV show where the, the yeah. fathers and son worked on the it motorcycles? I mean, yeah, just constantly fighting. Like, it was that big, but, like, not for viewers. Like, right. we, I mean, we literally just flipped out. Right. Like, and I, after that, like, I really had to start, like, telling myself, like, you need to, when, when you're feeling like you're going to act out either good, bad, or indifferent, mm-hmm. I kind of look at things like, okay, I need to weigh this before I act. I, I think when you put it like that, I I do that, but I don't really when I when I think of making a pros and cons list, I think of people that actually do like they tell you if you're dating somebody and you're not sure if you want to break up with them or not, like list all the good things and then all the bad things, and if the bad things outweigh the good things, then you break up, and and if the good outweighs the bad, then you stay with them. Yeah, I don't know that I ever do do it that way, like right. make it like a math where okay, left column is bigger than right, right column, I have to go with left column. Yeah. But it's more so when you do that, you get a just a 
broader perspective. So now, like, you've hashed out all your thoughts. It's not just, okay, I only thought of these aspects. And then you can make a different, I guess... A more informed decision. Yeah. And I I think I do that more so with, like, big decisions. Like, when I get to the drive-thru, it's not like, okay, this or this. I like... Yeah, some of that's just instinctive. Yeah. Like you just go with it. And that day to day life for me, like, is instinctive. But if I have to make a decision on like how to act or what I need to do to achieve a certain goal, like it's very black and white, like pros cons. Yeah. That way, I can hash out every thought up possibility. Right, right. It's important to weigh your options, but I, I think sometimes you can't overthink something. There is there is a benefit to listening to your gut. And um, I, I do. I do gen- generally just go with what I'm feeling. Yeah, and I, th- I think there's been several times, like, you just you think of something and you're like, even though I've listed these outcomes or mm-hmm. these ways of thinking, like, I can't turn my back on what I felt initially. Yeah, because there were a lot of times where my, my intuition kind of saved me. Like, oh, what's the worst that can happen? You know yeah. that classic saying? And, and always the worst thing happens, by the way. Um, I could never get that, like, idea of, oh, what's the worst that can happen? And then I'm, I just know in my heart, I'm like, I just shouldn't do it. I shouldn't go out tonight or, or I shouldn't be with this person right now or, you know, just anything. I know. I had to ask you to come do this episode literally yeah. like three days in a row. I was like, I was like, I'm just not doing it today. Oh, there, there are sometimes, Jake will tell you, like... If the podcast gets canceled, canceled, it's never Jake. Yeah, it's been You've rare. You've never canceled. It's been rare. You've never canceled. If you have, it's been like something weird. Rare. Like but, Mr. Yeah. Clean with hair. With that hair. is the second time that <laughs> either of us have referenced the Carter 3. <laughs> Today. That's why Wayne is, is the yeah. GOAT. That's why Wayne's the GOAT. Yeah, no, I, I, I rarely cancel. Yeah. But, but it's it's easier for me to not cancel because right. like when you came, we just finished dinner. We we're watching an episode of The Office. I came calls. I'm at the door. I come in, like do the episode. Like you have to drive here, so like when you do cancel, it's rare. Yeah, and I've I, been trying to get better too. I, I really, you know, I really do like the podcast is an escape, and I love doing this. And we've been doing it for so long, and it's it's a it's a blessing. But I don't really know what point I was making with that. Just listening to your gut, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I just. No, know I made if the I joke about it. me trying to get you to come over to <laughs> right. do the episode. Right, and if I if I if I ever do feel like oh, I'm not gonna do a good good episode, then I'm like maybe we should just wait till I have like more yeah. to say. Sometimes. Yeah, because there's sometimes like even times when you cancel, like I, sometimes I'm like, You're okay, like oh good, <laughs> I can listen to this some more. Yeah, because sometimes you'll be like, oh, that's fine because I haven't. Listened yeah, to like enough. it'll give me more time because sometimes I do have to like not really rely on just quick listens like i like to when i listen even if it's drake if it's somebody more lyrical or less lyrical i still try to listen do one listen through like while reading genius or reading through the the lyrics just so i can fully comprehend what's being given absolutely absolutely so yeah sometimes that's a a good thing yeah you have anything else i don't have anything else you just want to ride out i just want to hear this is probably like the seventh time today that's chill i've listened to it probably three times i have not listened to a song more than i think rockstar with post malone and 21 savage <laughs> just wait till you get the vinyl that i got when, yeah when that song came out it just hit different and this just hits right. different it does. the scots travis scott and kid cuddy thank you guys so much for listening we'll have some stuff for you soon stay chill let's go we see the hype outside right from the house uh. Took it straight from outside, straight to the couch. 
We put the mic outside. Edit shit out. We let in the scouts outside. We run in the scouts. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see ya!